I look at it as a team, as a brotherhood. You know what I mean? You look after each other. You don't care about their race, their colour, where they're from. So we're going to test your knowledge. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what another thing I'll say to a lot of doormen that have that understanding when people have a drink, they're totally different people. It mm -hmm. can affect people in a different way. The weird things was that people used to use their kids to steal. Hi everyone, Carl from Get Licensed here and we are back with another big on security interview where we get security professionals in to share their life experiences, give any tips and advice for working in security. And today we have Sertaj Rahman, who you probably recognize across our social media channels. He does lots of funny clips for us. So, Saj, how are we doing, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm really, really good. It was a nightmare to get here, but you know, we got here. <laughs> well, you're here. That's all that matters. Yeah, and you've been it. working with us for like over a year now. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. We've been chatting for a long time. It's nice to meet you face to face. Yeah. You know, it's nice to share ideas and stuff. So what me and Carl will do is if I come up with the idea, I share it with you and you go, yeah, let's do this, that. So when we do a video, I mean, it's not only me. A bit of a call as well in it, you know. Yeah, well, so. Thanks for the little shout out. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mentioned that obviously you do all the social clips. Yeah, yeah. How what got you into making social clips, especially around security? Well, the thing is, what it was, especially like with the comedy, the sketches I do, um, I, I used to do them on Facebook. So when I done them on Facebook, uh, this guy messaged me. I done a funny video, and this guy messaged me. Goes to me that, you know what, I was having. Um, like you know bad time mentally bad time mental health and i watched your video it made me really laugh and made me feel better so i thought you know what if i can make someone feel better why don't i keep on doing what i'm doing so that's how it started off then someone told me look tiktok is made for you so go on tiktok and start doing it and i start doing it then i start putting like what real life because i've been doing security for over 20 years now so what i've been um like you know seeing like real life stuff that happens and kind of present it with comedy. And you know what it is, is a lot of security officers at Dorman told, told me that you've changed the mindset of people, how they look at security officers yeah. and the Dorman, because we are normal human beings. You know, we, we laugh, we joke, I mean, when it comes to work and stuff, and that kind of changed the mindset. So for me, I do it for positive vibes, and I, yeah, I just want making people laugh, and that's how I started off, so. Yeah, you mentioned that, obviously. You've changed the whole perception of security guards. Yeah. People do tend to have some sort of negative connotation when they think of security. They think of well, big guys, you're yeah. a big guy yourself, yeah. um, you do a bit of bodybuilding on the side. Yeah, 100%. But it's not all about being big, looking big. No. Communication's massive. The thing is, I think the biggest thing in security is, is communication, understand people, and uh, have patience with people. That's the main thing to kind of know. And when you understand people, like someone might be having a bad day. So the thing is, you can't treat everyone the same. If you start treating everyone the same, you're not going to get anywhere. So you have to understand that, you know, this person might be having a bad day. It's not against you. Don't take it personal. It might be against your uniform or anything like that. And maybe had a bad experience with a security officer or doorman. So don't take it personal. Try to understand the person and change their view. So that's the way I look at things and it always works for me. Yeah, I think most people wouldn't go into bars, clubs, if security weren't there. Like if anything kicks off. The thing is, that's it. And the main thing is, like the bar I work in in Ellsbury uh, Craft Yard, the main thing what I do there is people come in there because they feel safe. They recognize me and the thing is, I'll get people even ringing me 
they will say to my missus is out tonight make sure she gets home and gets in the taxi so it's my job to do that or someone's daughter's out you know what i mean someone's son's out so it's my job to keep them safe and make sure they go home safe and that so when when they leave the bar a bit tipsy and i just say to them be safe if they have a friend just keep an eye on them, make sure nothing happens so the thing is it's like keeping people safe i mean our job is maybe people look at it that oh you know we're beefed up guys just want to kick people in and kick people out the thing is that's not our job our job is when customers come in we keep them safe if they're too drunk to come in because they're going to come into our venue and hurt themselves that's why we don't let them in that's mm. one of the reasons and that so the thing is like people need to understand that and see that we're not there to make your night worse now we're there to make your night a safe night yeah you know and all these videos you've been doing have yeah, helped promote it. that. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. And you know what? A lot of people come up to me and is like, it's a nice thing and that. And then they go, we love your videos. I've never had a bad comment, a negative comment. Say, that's good. What are you doing? And this, that. And say, no, I love your videos, man. They're so funny and kind of thing. And like some will say, I've done that last week. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just kind of a thing that we do. And it's kind of putting it into a, a comedy, like a sketch that people can relate to. And you put a, you know, put a smile on their face and... You know, there's people like waiting every week for a video yeah. for me to post. It. If I don't post a video for a week, people are going to what's next? What's next? What have you done? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's a good thing that I'm doing and that. And for me, like I say, my, I love putting a smile on people's face. And you know, that smile could change a person's day. Mm. Someone could be having a bad day and they go on the phone and they see a video and they laugh about it. So... That's, that's it. Yeah, keep it up. I mean, loads of the videos have gone viral, especially for our channel as well. So we, we love it. Hundred percent. I can't believe like there's like some videos I've done on Facebook Reels and that there's like hit about eight nine million, and I'm thinking, wow, eight nine million people watching this video. And like I've been to um, when I went to the Arnold's, I had a uh, stand there, and all the security officers there, they were surrounding me. Yeah. yeah. And we they were going, we watch your videos, <laughs> you know. And the thing is, that's what I love. And I was like. Like with me, I'm, I'm I'm a humble guy. I love like thinking, and they go, "Oh, you're fam I'm not famous. I'm just a normal guy. I work I work a lot. You know what I mean? But the thing is, it's just like they were saying, we love your videos because that happened to me. This happened to me, and you know what I mean? They were giving me ideas, and it was just a good vibe. So anywhere I go, I see security officers or doormen. They will recognize me for my videos, and it's a nice thing because I'm kind of presenting myself, but I'm presenting all the security officers. Yeah all the doormen, you know, all the security industry, I'm doing it for all of them. So it's nice. nice. You mentioned they've been doing security for 20 years. I oh, know, it's 20 crazy. years. Crazy, I'm a part of furniture in the shopping center. I've been there for such a long time. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so what made you get into security? So what it was, before security, I was working at McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> so that was my first job yeah. then. Uh, my older brother was into security and I thought, you know what, because the thing is, I had that attitude of a superhero, you know, like, coming in, saving people, helping people and that. So I thought, you know what, I'll do it. Then when I got into it, because I was training, uh, bodybuilding and doing security and stuff, it kind of fit with my life. And I'm more of a routine person. So like, you know, if you do security, you're a routine person. So you get your shifts in uh, beginning of the month, you know what you're doing. So you plan your training, plan your food. And the thing is, it works out. So it worked with me perfectly and I fit into the part. So that's how I started. Then I got into door work. I had a... Um, a good head doorman called Billy he taught me everything, how to deal with things and things like that. And slowly, slowly, I kind of made my name in the town. People start knowing me, not for bad things, for good things, mm -hmm. how I was, how I used to treat people and, and things. And just from that, I went into 
I think I was the youngest head doorman in my town. I think I was about 23, uh, running a big club, you know what I mean? So it was kind of a good thing and I had a good team around me and always always had good people around me. So the thing is, it's just from that. Yeah, you mentioned you've done door work. Yeah. What else? What else have you done well, in security? Well, the thing is, I started as a store detective and that was an amazing job because the thing is, um, a store detective is a really, really exciting job because when you go in, people don't know you're a security officer, even the staff. And you go, yeah, I'm security here. And then they go, are you? You're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and things you show them your badge. So what I used to do is, as a store detective, I found a way. I used to act like a thief. So put my hood up, start putting stuff in my pocket. So if I knew someone was stealing, I used to do that. Then when they like <laughs> used to... You just think, oh, this guy's stealing anyway, so I'll steal a front of him. Yeah. You have to see a person to steal in it. So I used to see that, a person coming out, and I used to stop him. He, they were like, but you, you, no, I'm a store detective, come inside. And <laughs> come you know what? Me. The weird thing was, I used to get like about about 20 arrests a week. Really? Yeah, I was like, the guys used to say that, you're, you're doing the best, like, what are you doing? And I said, can't tell you my secret. <laughs> Then when, when the shopping centre, because I, I was working at Woolworths and people might think Woolworths a long time ago and I was a store detective there. Then the shopping centre supervisor said to me, look, mate, you should join our team. So after that, I joined the team and I've been part of the shopping centre, Fry Square Shopping Centre in Ellsbury for over 20 years now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so being, a, being a store detective, yeah. what was the weirdest thing you've seen someone try and steal? Well, the thing is, the weird things was and that people used to use their kids to steal. And the thing is, when they used to like use their kids to steal, then when they used to tell their mothers and that, like, you know, they used to go like, oh, I didn't know they stole that, you know what I mean? And yeah. It was just kids, man, you know what I mean? So it was just like Timmy. a weird... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just it. crazy, it yeah, yeah, crazy <laughs> thing. And they used to like use the kids and stuff and that. But we had loads of chases and stuff and that because one time if they had a shop, like a big Woolworths, they had in Reading, we went there, three of us. There was loads of shopping, shoplifters in there. So we used to like split up and work as a team and stuff. So um, we used to go as a group and catch loads of people. In one day, we used to catch about like 10 people or something like that. So it was kind of different. People used to kick off because they didn't have the uniform on. And they used to go like, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? You know, you're not a security officer. Then you used to show them your badge. And I started security at the time when there was no SIA. Oh, really? Yeah, so, I mean, people will say, look, he's old man and that, you know, I mean, talking us, telling us about the old times, but, you know, the old people who've been old school doormen and security officers, they would know this because you used to go to the council, get a badge. Mm -hmm. So you used to go to council, get a badge, then you used to work on that. Then after that, the SIA come, and it changed, it changed the game, to be honest, because it helped people um, with the training, the communication, how to deal with people, and it changed a lot because... The thing is, there was people out there uh, back in the day that used to be heavy-handed, you know what I mean? All sorts of different things used to happen, uh, but now it, it stopped that because the thing is, you need to have certain type of professionalness about you to get into security and that, you know what I mean? You just can't go in without, like, you know, just come out from the street and that and then get a security job, go to the council, get a badge like you used to, so yeah. it's totally big, different. Big changes over the past yeah, 20 massive, years. Yeah, massive, massive changes, and, and the changes are made, but the, the thing is people need to understand is good changes, we need them changes, and the more professional we are on the doors, I'm not saying that like, you know, like willies or anything like that, but the better it is for all of us, you know what I mean, because every doorman, every security officer, you're representing the industry, you know what I mean, so we need to do our job properly and be professional, about our job and do it right. 
Yeah, the one bad experience kind of yeah, tarnishes everyone. That's it, and everyone's brush. got phones now, and that's it, you know what I mean? But we are human beings, we make mistakes and that. No one's perfect, but you know, you can't blame the whole industry because of no. one person and that. No. So you mentioned there as well that you've worked in big teams. Yeah. How important is teamwork in security? Seriously, you know what? I had great people around me. Um, uh, good, good. The thing is, I look at it as a team, as a brotherhood. You know what I mean? You look after each other. You don't care about their race, their color, where they're from, you know what I mean? Or who they are. You work as a team and you leave everything at the door of that. And you just work as a team, look after each other. So the thing is, working with a good team has changed everything. And everyone I worked with, and they worked with me, I always remember them. So you have that relationship with them. So like if anyone said anything to one person, we all used to be there to protect them, you know what I mean? So that's what I say, like, you know, a good team is a good brotherhood. I mean, I used to work in a club, a nightclub, um, uh, and it was LJ's nightclub. It was on a Saturday night, we used to get 2,000 people in there. 2,000 people in there, and I was the head doorman. We had 12 doormen, and seriously, we had that place on a lockdown. So I used to be like, we all, I told the guys where high-vis is because then I could see you where you are. And I used to stand at the top. So when I used to see something like go on, I used to tell them like, boom, go there. Then all of us used to be there. So we had that place on lockdown. It was just amazing. But a team, a good team is very, very important. Yeah. Because like I like mentioned, if anything does kick off, yeah. security are the first people there to protect everyone, handle the situation. So 100%. you need to make sure you can... 100%. You've got each other's back. Yeah, the thing is, we had a massive kickoff once with um, RAF guys and that. So uh, there was loads of big, big of them on a night out and they kicked off. So I just went outside and I saw someone on the floor. I thought it was the owner. And this guy come from the side and just hit me. Then all the doormen just kind of taking people down. And at the end of it, we got all of them. Uh, the police come. The lady panicked. She had the pepper spray and bloody pepper sprayed all of us. And we were like, oh, "Copy <laughs> that!" Like it was the worst experience. That was my first experience, and I was like, "I can't breathe." <laughs> so that was the worst experience, that, like for me, because but but we got sorted. We got apology from them, uh, what they did and stuff. But, but the way we dealt with it was amazing. Even the police said that, like, really uh, professionally dealt with and that. You know what I mean? So it was really good. But that's the thing, and that if you have a good door team and that. You don't even need to say to them. You just like eye contact, and they know what to do. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what happens because you know you know how things work, and that. And every person brings something different to the table. Like you know, someone might be good at communication. Someone might be uh, good at calming people down. That's why they call me because I'm a car. I calm people down when they kick off, and that they say like in the shopping center they'll go. Cool surtage. Uh, <laughs> it's kicking up. The guy's getting aggressive. Go in there. So I go in there, calm the person down. Talk to me. What's going on? And I pull him to the side and, and chat to him. They go. They go to me. How are you doing? I said. I don't know. I'm just gifted that way. You know. What I mean? yeah. So everyone brings a different thing to the table. You know. Everyone has a certain thing about them. You know what I mean. So it's good to have a team and a good team behind you. Seriously, it, it does makes a massive difference to your work and that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, I mean, skills like that come with experience. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out? working as a doorman or any kind of security, really? Like, I'll say in that, be understanding towards people, don't judge people, and uh, always be calm, you know what I mean? And treat people the way you want to get treated. That's a big thing I'll say, because a lot of people need to understand when someone had a drink or someone's going through a hard time or bad time, how they react. You put yourself in that situation how you would be, so you're kind of understanding towards them and that. 
And the thing is, like, be confident at your work now because the thing is, you you are doing a, a job that needs to be done. Don't be shy or afraid of doing things and that, you know what I mean? And everyone starts off, I mean, when I started, I was a bit like, uh, a bit shy and afraid and that, but you slowly, slowly start getting confident. I think it takes you about a year or so to kind of learn everything and that, you know what I mean? How to deal with things. So when you go into a job, don't be afraid and don't be like thinking that, oh, you know, I can't do this job. Give it time. Mm-hmm. I would say give it time and that and the time experience and that change everything. And the thing is, if you're working with another doorman who's got experience, ask him questions. Don't be shy about asking questions and that. Yeah. You know, that will help with your experience and that. Yeah. Learn. And obviously having a good team around you. Yeah, have a good massively. team and a guard pass app helps out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can plug, plug the guard pass app for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. God Pass app is really good. Yeah, yeah, constantly keeping yeah, knowledge yeah, up to yeah, date. Yeah, there's yeah. mock exams up there. There's 100%. all the latest security news. Yeah, 100%. It is really good, though, because I was like, I look at the questions and I thought, you know what, this is really good. And it helps out with the, if you're doing any type of exam or anything like getting ready for a security uh, course, mate, everything is there. So just keep on practicing and that, you know what I mean? So if you're like, a lot of people are afraid of the exams and that. So the thing is, I'll say, get a God Pass app and uh, study. Do the mock exams, may you be ready. Fine. Do you remember your training course? Your yeah, first I do. ever one? I do. I've done it in Mill Keynes and that. And um, I think what it was, I've I done that one. And there, we had a police officer trying to handcuff, show us the handcuff thing. Mm. And that was a long time ago, but they couldn't handcuff me. Uh, <laughs> Risk too big. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so with a guy like this, you need three or four police officers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember. It was, it was really good. The thing is, it was only two days in them days. Yeah, uh, I'm doing a top up one soon, but it was only two days, and now they've added the first day to it. But it was really good, really knowledgeable, and I, you know, what I mean. But the thing is, if you've been in security for time, it's quite easy because it's just common sense. You know, like they tell you that if something kicks off, one person deal with it, the other one stands there. You can have a like, you know, what I mean. So, so it's all like the stuff that you need to know. You know, what I mean. And when it's on paper, it's kind of good, and then they, they show you the practice of it, and you know, it just helps out a lot. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned there, obviously now with the door supervisor course, you need the yeah. first aid qualification. Yeah. You do the first aid on the course. Yeah. Um, has Have you ever used first aid? A lot of times. I mean, they call me for first aid all the time because I don't know why, but it just, uh, I go in there and because I've done it for such a long time because I'm so confident, someone get cut. Uh, I mean, we get like an incident, like a week of first aid because we get uh, older people in the shopping center, bus station, we've got a bus station there. Um, and the thing is, like, people like start having attacks, all sorts of things, and that you know. Um, so we have to deal with them in a certain way. Some people like fall down and cut themselves, um, and kids fall down, and cut themselves as well. So you have to be like really, really thinking. Like we had a few people that hurt their leg. We have to get a wheelchair to put them in a wheelchair, take them to the car. You know, it's just different things. We get ambulance. We have to call the ambulance. And the thing is, you have to be the person calling the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing is, we use it a lot. And in security, personally, if you're doing door work and um, security officer, you need first aid because you've been dealing with so much first aid, you don't realize. Then um, the thing is, I'm just saying, if you're working in a nightclub, someone cuts themselves with a glass or anything like that, you know how to deal with them. And it just helps out a lot because then you're going to get some other person dealing with it. And he might have a drink, you know what I mean? He's just going to make the situation worse yeah. and messy. So all I say is a good thing to have first aid if you're doing security. And that's an amazing thing they've done to add first aid to it. Because we, we're now shopping centre, we need it because we're dealing with public. But uh, indoor staff, 
most of the door stuff I knew they didn't have first aid. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a different thing. And, and I'm out of first aid. I mean, we had a woman like a few months ago fell down and banged her back of her head. And I had to deal with her, her first aid. I got to get ambulance to make sure she didn't have concussion. She went there. Then she come the next week after. She thanked me. And you know what I mean? So you need you need first aid and that helps out a lot with security and door supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. So going on from obviously helping people with first aid. Yeah. What would you say is your actual proudest moment of working in security? The 20 years you've been working in security, what's the one moment that sticks out? Uh, the thing is, uh, I've, there's a few of them. I'll, I'll say a few of them because there was a guy trying to jump off from our car park. And as soon as I got a call, I, uh, I ran up there. As soon as he was jumping off, he was just over the hedge and I ran up there and put my hand there and pulled him back. Mm. So if I didn't pull my hand there, it would have... You know, so that was like saving someone's life, you can't yeah. do that. And uh, there was a guy who was going to have a heart attack in Eden Shopping Centre um, and he was just sitting there and I went up to him and he was like, I think I'm not... Like, I went up to him because he was looking great and I said, are you right there, sir? And he goes, oh, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Then I like, well, like he might be having a heart attack. So I said, I call the ambulance, um, call my staff and that stuff. And the ambulance come and they took him. And uh, the, even the ambulance crew said if he were a few minutes late, it would have been worse than what it was. So it's just like with them type of situations that we do. Um, another thing is, is like when I was working in Axford Shopping Center, there was two guys fighting. And all the guards were like thinking what's going on and stuff and that. And... Um, I like went down there. I said, "What are you guys doing?" Because I had the confidence of door staff and I have two people. I thought we need to split them up. So I went there. I split the guy up, and um, I like I saw like a, a blade in his hand. So I thought, "Whoa!" So I told the other guys that. So I hold his hand, and we took him down, pinned him down. He's apparently stabbed the guy on the side a few times and that, and uh, we pinned him down. So then they gave me like a honor award and something like that yeah. for bravery and that stuff. So that was really good because. End of the day, that could have been worse than that. So it's just like them type of things that sometimes you need to see what's going on. But like if that situation could have been worse, but I had my guys there to kind of help me out and stuff. So like I will never say to go to a, a nice situation and trying to be a hero. Don't ever be a hero because it's not going to help. But with that situation, I didn't know what was going on. So when I went in there and I, I, suddenly I saw the knife, I had to do something straight away because it could have been like, you know what I mean? So the thing is, with these situations with security, sometimes you go in with a certain mind, but the situation can turn in seconds, you know what I mean? Mm. It can turn in seconds. Sometimes you can say the wrong thing, and it would just make the situation worse or better. Yeah. yeah. That just shows as well how security do put themselves yeah. in harm's way as well. If the guy's got a knife, you didn't even bat an eyelid, you got so, straight in there. I know, I know. It was crazy. It was a crazy experience. But, you know, uh, the thing is, with that situation, and that's why, like, being a head doorman, at the split second, you have to make a decision. And I, I've been quite lucky to be uh, kind of good with that because one time in a club, we had a guy um, who broke a, sh- or a bottle and he was holding the bottle and I thought, you know, what's going to happen? Like, I, didn't, I had to make a certain decision because I thought he's going to hit someone or something's going to happen. So I had to go from the back, grab him, and, we, and the other doorman took the glass off and then we had to take him down. So the thing is, with that situation, it just that split second you can make a decision or or you can just leave it you know what i mean yeah so jesus yeah, crazy crazy stuff yeah, yeah. you've got to be constantly switched on yeah you have to you have to be you have to be but you know like where i work now is much more uh comfortable it's more like retirement for me and that you know? yeah so it's kind of nice we don't get anything like that but 
I've worked in different bars. I worked in Milton Keynes, it was a totally different crowd. But the thing is, the luckiest thing I've had is having good head doormen. And I was always learning, you know, I mean, they were always teaching me. They were used to like take me under their wing and used to teach me things and that. So the thing is, um, you know who you are. I want to thank you because you guys really, really helped me out as uh, becoming a doorman that I am and a security officer I am as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, being a, being a doorman, work, working in security, you're constantly dealing with the public. Yeah. But what, as a doorman, really just annoys you? That the oh public do God. like come into bars and things. People repeating themselves. That's the worst thing ever. Like they tell they tell you the same story over and over and over and over again. So the thing is like you're trying to be like, you know, I don't want to be mean or anything like that because they'll be telling you the same story. <laughs> then they, they go for a walk, have another drink, they tell you the same story, and they're like, bro, we just I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that's it, but that's part of the job now, you know what I mean? But you have to get used to it and you have to understand when people have a drink, how they are. I mean, the amount of people I've argued with or they kicked off because they've been drunk the next day, they always come and apologise because that's not what they are, that's not how they are. But that's what another thing I'll say to a lot of doormen that have that understanding when people have a drink, they're totally different people. It mm -hmm. can affect people in a different way and that's why you can't just judge them how they are, you know what I mean? Because they're like, you know, they're drunk. So they're not who they are because they're drunk and that. So that's why I say like, you know, like kind of be calm with them. Don't get upset and angry with them because they're drunk and that, you know. So you have to always have that calm approach towards, understanding approach towards drunk people as well. So, yeah. Any yeah. more pet peeves? Um, no, that's it. <laughs> no, that's it. Stop repeating yourself. Yeah, stop repeating yourself. <laughs> yeah. heard it Actually, times. another one is, is like, like the ID thing and that, you know, when you get a, a woman that like um, you like think you know because you can tell by age in it like how old they are, and you don't check the ID and they go, "You're not going to check my ID," and I'll go like, "Yeah, right, show us your ID then." You know what I mean? They get really upset about you that you didn't check the ID, and yeah. I'm thinking you can't win. And then we get the like someone that is uh, what you call it young, but they're over age, like you know what I mean? And they go like, "Can I check your ID?" Why are you checking my ID for? I'm old enough and that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't win. You can't win. You know, you can't it's your win. job. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Was it 25? Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah look under 25. I think it's over 21, isn't it? Yeah. It was, yeah. I think different bars yeah, have different yeah, policies yeah. Over and stuff. And that. Yeah, so. You just can't win. You just can't win, man. You can't win. <laughs> yeah, you can't win. Yeah. You can't win. And obviously dealing with the public as well. Yeah. Going into bars or nightclubs, has anyone ever tried to offer you a little always, under the table? Always, always. So much, man. So much all the time. I mean, like, I've never taken it, but there's been like, when I used to work in uh, Buckingham, there used to be like uni students and they had a lot of money, you mm. know what I mean? So like they used to come from, like I think there was a guy from Russia or something and always had a lot of money and stuff. And we closed the doors and he was giving me like 100 pounds and said like, let me in and please. And he had two girls that said, look, well, I can't let you in, I can't take your money uh, because we closed the doors and stuff. But you always get like bribed and that stuff and that, you know what I mean? Um, it's just part of the job, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's part of the job. And that when you close the doors and they say, "Oh, like I'll give you uh, some money, let me in, mate." The bar is closed. What do you mean to open the bar for you? What do you want to do? Like, you yeah. just can't just do nothing in that. You know what I mean? Go home. Go home. Yeah, <laughs> just that's go it. Home. Like, go home or go somewhere else. And that just open too late and that. But once the doors are closed, you can't do nothing. That, you know? Yeah. So that's it. If I was going to let him in, I wouldn't even take the money off him. I'd just let him in. That's what it is. It's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, this month, well, this past couple of weeks, 
It's been Ramadan. Yes. Ramadan Mubarak. Thank you, my brother. Uh, how's it been? How's it been working in security? Uh, you know what? This Ramadan's been good. Uh, but the thing is, one thing I want to say, and I want to say this, and hopefully a lot of Muslims have their colleagues with them that they support them. I got that personally. Like, you know, a lot of my colleagues that I work with, they understand I'm fasting, so they will, like, kind of take it easy on me. And they'll say, like, don't do too much because, you know, you're fasting and stuff. So it is really good. So that is really, really good. And it's so much better that understanding, like, you know, in the security industry that, that, that you're, uh, you know, the other officers that you work with that who are non-Muslim that look after you and that, you know, is a really big thing. And we, sh we should appreciate this as well. Uh, so they always, like, look after us. If it's pray time, even my managers and that, they'll say, yeah, pray, you know, at your workplace and that. So they will, like, have a certain place for us to pray. Um, and this is really good that I've seen the changes in time that how much has changed. I mean, I've worked on the doors as well when I was fasting. So when we do the morning is like you eat in the morning, uh, I used to tell the manager or the owners that like, I'm just going to get something to eat quick. They'll go, yeah, yeah, fine, no problem. Like they never used to like go, why are you doing this? And I like, never, mm -hmm. ever. Or like if I was breaking fast uh, at my door work or anything like because I think in lockdown I was like the the... Uh, places used to open a bit early, like six o'clock. I think they're doing six to eleven opening now. Uh, so I used to go in with when I was fasting. And I used to tell the owners that like, can I break my fast? And the guy said, yeah, no problem. Take your time. I'll keep an eye on everything. So the thing is, it is a really good thing that we got this now that people are more understanding, especially your colleague. And make sure you guys show the appreciation uh, to them if they're helping you in the fasting time month of Ramadan as well because um, because personally my colleagues they always helped me and I just want to say thank you to you guys and you guys should do the same yeah, yeah. what advice or tips could you give to other security professionals who are working to help them during yeah. Ramadan Ramadan the thing is just like I mean make sure you drink enough water and don't like overwork yourself and that because the thing is it can be hard uh, that's what I say, like, you know, because you're not, you're not thinking properly because you're fasting. Uh, so just take it easy. If it's a situation that you know you can't deal with because you're fasting, because you might, like, you know what I mean, might, might not think because you're fasting. So let another person deal with it. You just stand behind him. If he needs help, help him out on that. Yeah. Thing, yeah. And you've got big plans for Eid? Yeah, I'm working. <laughs> working. <laughs> Trying to find cover, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing something in the morning, uh, like, I see family in the morning, then I have to go work, but the next day, Sunday, we've planned something up with the kids and that stuff, so it's hard because, you know, with eat day, it doesn't fall on one day, if we knew, like, you know, it was a one day, then you could book that day off, so we don't know, it's like a thing that you have to wait, we have to wait for tonight to find out when, when it is, mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people have that problem and that, so... After work, I mean, it's work, isn't it? Yeah, nice. yeah it's yeah. got to be done. It's got to yeah. be done. Yeah. Okay, so we've covered everything to do with security, where you've worked, and you've been in the security industry for 20 years. So we're going to test your knowledge. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see how much you do actually remember from the training course. Okay. And as you mentioned before, we are going to be using the Guard Pass app. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. So for anyone who does still not have the Guard Pass app, the GuardPass app is a must-download for all security professionals. Yeah, Sajil, back us up on that one. 100% you should yeah. download the GuardPass app. Yep, it has all your mock exams to take before your course. You can do your e-learning on there. And the best thing is, is that once you have passed your course, 
and you've got your license, you can create your worker profile on there. You could do a little video introduction to yourself, and then you can apply for jobs in your local area. There are hundreds of jobs in your local area. 100%, like you get so many jobs come up on your app and they tell you that this is like this much, this much. they just apply for it. It's so much easy. Then, click of a button. Yeah, click of a button. Apply for yeah, jobs. That's it. There we go. So we're going to be using the mock exams on this app. Okay, let's go. Let me get it out. Hang on. You're testing me now. Yeah, yeah. No pressure. No pressure. And if you do get all, all the questions right, I think it's three questions, not many questions, we are going to give you the CPD e-learning courses. I think there's five of them, which are worth about 165 oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So these are good for, I mean, boosting your CV. So again, you can then put these on your worker profile on the GuardPass app. And then, not that if you're looking for a new job, but if anyone else is looking to boost their CV, these CPD e-learning courses will really make you stand out. So, okay, let's get into the questions. Are you ready? I'm, I'm, Are you confident? I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right, yeah. Okay. Let's go do this. So, question one. This is about the NATO phonetic alphabet. Okay. So, hopefully you've remembered that. I think so. Okay, so can you give, give me the NATO phonetic alphabet for H? It's either hotel, happy, hero, or holiday. Hotel. Hotel, it is hotel, yes. nice one. That was quite a simple one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not happy. <laughs> okay, here. question two. Fire doors. It's all to do with fire risk assessments and everything. Yeah. So fire doors are to be closed when required, during drills, at all times, or during the cold weather. Hmm. Old times. Old times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure you have to do all your fire checks yeah. and everything yeah, before well, shifts. Yeah, that's what we do. We go around, make sure all the doors, fire doors are closed um, in the morning and end of the shift, and I make sure all the fire doors are closed and that. So sometimes people like leave them open because they go out in it, so we make sure they're closed and that. So. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, this is the final one. Question three. A common trigger of aggression is when a person is surprised, loses face, feels understood, or is made to feel welcome? Oh, that's a hard one. Loses face? Loses face. Correct. Yes. Yes, I mean, I suppose See. if someone feels like embarrassed or whatever, they just yeah. tend to get the backup done. Yeah, 100%. It happens a lot. That's why you should try and be as understanding as possible. And download the guard pass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as you can, you'll find hundreds of mock exam questions yeah, on the GuardPass app, um, literally for every single unit, for all the security courses, and just keep on doing it. Because, I mean, even if you've been in the security industry for 20 years, you will end up forgetting yeah. some things. You know I'm, I mean? I know, and I'm learning, still learning, because with security, you're always learning. There's new things coming out, and you're always learning. Like, we've got this uh, bomb safety, like, you know. Yeah, the act awareness course. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And that. So you need to learn these things and that, because, you know, the world is changing every day. And the thing is, security is a big part of it, you know, to keeping people safe. So the thing is, learning these things and you're trying to keep people safe is always good. And that's what the app is good for because it updates you on new things coming out, new trainings you can do, new courses you can do. So that's why I think it's really good for everyone. Every security officer or doorman should have this app. Yeah, yeah. And again, go back on the act awareness. That yeah. is now a requirement for anyone doing yeah. the door supervisor course. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, every security professional should do that as well. Yeah. Even if you're not doing the new door supervisor course. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's a bonus question. Okay. Just, just for a bit of fun. Okay. Um, we've actually got an LED torch. I'm not sure where it is, but we'll send you an LED torch, which is from the GL shop, the Get Licensed shop. Yeah, I've uh, shopped from there. Done you have shopped from there. In there. Yeah. yeah. Got a badge holder from there. Quite nice. Yeah, right, we've yeah. got a like high vis vest. We've got, got slash proof arm band yeah. things. We've got slash, slash proof gloves. gloves yeah. There's all sorts of for security professionals in there. So yeah. if you need any kind of items or anything, go to the Get Lashing Shop. Yeah. And so I can yeah. touch people's eyes and that, like with that torch. You touch people's eyes. <laughs> yeah, like blind. <laughs> now you check the IDs. And check that. the IDs. I'm not sure that's what it's used for. <laughs> now just checking them if they're on drugs or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. So for another torch. <laughs> um, final question. Final question. What is a must-have app for all security professionals? Oh, well, let me think. That's really hard, man. Oh, is is it? Is it? Is it? God pass. It's God pass, mate. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, we're going to send you a torch for that as well. Oh, I love that torch. Um, yeah. But yeah, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks Cheers, for that. Thank I feel you. like thank you've shared so much knowledge, yeah. wisdom, and yeah, thanks for sharing all your experiences. Thank you for inviting industry. me. It's been a great experience. Not a good drive, but great experience. <laughs> still, still banging on about the drive. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it's only about an hour and a half. <laughs> no, just going through them roads and I'm not used to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, thank mate. You. Pleasure thank to you. meet thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, thank thanks.